Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb, here to bring you the most recent news from the Nevada Sagebrush website. Don't forget to read all the articles on the website to give the writers the credit that they're due, as well as in case I missed anything. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sagebrush Spotlight. The 91st session of the Associated Students of the University of Nevada officially convened on Wednesday, April 12th to inaugurate the president and vice president, as well as the administer the oath of office for the senator-elects. Along with this, the 90th session came to a close with ASUN former president, vice president, and chief of staff, Dion Stanfill, Jaded Maglinow, and Ashley Martinez giving a farewell address on the ASUN Instagram. Quote, thank you for allowing us to execute the Stronger with Nevada administration. Together, we worked hard in areas of advocacy, association, opportunities, community, and history. And ultimately, we were stronger with Nevada, said the Post. The Post also outlined the accomplishments that the Stronger with Nevada presidency included, such as writing a real bill sponsored by legislators, record attendance at the Welcome Week concert, partnerships with the Multicultural Center, and reviving the yearbook, The Artemisia. ASUN Vice President-elect Hannah Alkiza took the podium first to deliver her inaugural speech. She mentioned that when ASUN President-elect Boris Carpio Guerrera first asked her to be Vice President, she declined due to her love for the ASUN department. However, Carpio Guerrera saw a potential in her that she couldn't see. She hopes to lead with, quote, peace, love, and positivity, and a go-pack attitude. Next, Carpio Guerrera took the podium to give his speech. As a Reno native, he mentioned how empowered he felt when he first stepped foot on the university campus in sixth grade. He comes from a large Guatemalan family who was low income while he was growing up. He said that he worked as janitor and cleaned offices, but now he has his own office as the ASUN president. During his presidency, Guerrera hopes to empower students to connect and use their own voices within the association and at the university. Quote, let's do just that. Let's empower, he said finishing his speech. Faiza Sala, the senator-elect for the College of Science, ran for the Speaker of the Senate uncontested. During a quick discussion, she was praised for running, being called the best person for the role. She was elected unanimously. Mackenzie Tracy and Aaron Schaefer, both senator-elects for the College of Liberal Arts, ran for the Speaker pro tempore position. In a close vote, Schaefer received the majority vote for the position. Juliana Gerardello, senator-elect for the College of Public Health, and Joelle Martin, senator-elect for the College of Liberal Arts, both ran for the position of parliamentarian. Gerardello was elected and will serve as parliamentarian for the rest of the session. Moving on to committee chairs, the chair for the Committee on Academic and Student Affairs is Mark Meisberger, senator-elect for the College of Business. The chair for the Committee on Budget and Finance is Diana Landazari-Nova, the senator-elect for the College of Business. Leif Acklin, the senator-elect for the College of Liberal Arts, was elected as the chair on Democratic and Civil Engagement. The Committee on Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion will have Chairperson Aween Ali, the Senator-elect for the College of Engineering. Joel Martin will chair the Committee of Government Affairs. Finally, Tori Bulick, the Senator-elect for the College of Science, will be the Chairperson for Safety, Sustainability, and Wellness. The Senate is still looking to fill seats in the body. For more information, read the article on our website, written by Nevada Sagebrush Editor-in-Chief Emerson Drews. With the conclusion of the news section, we're going to be taking a short break to catch our breath and reflect on the news. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. Nevada women's golf team earned a fourth place finish at the 2023 Mountain West Championship, which concluded on April 20th. 
As a team, the Wolfpack shot 293, five strokes over par. Nevada fifth-year golfer Victoria Gailey led and boosted their final tournament score to 876, 12 strokes over par. Gailey carded her third consecutive round below par with a 71, one below par. She finished with a tie for six on the individual leaderboard, the fourth time in her career that she finished top 10. Gailey is now one of two players in Nevada women's golf history to finish in the top 10 in all four seasons competing at the event. She started her round with a bogey on hole one. She then tallied back-to-back pars before earning a birdie on a par under four at the fourth hole. She picked up her second birdie on hole six before going par, bogey, and par over the final three holes of the front nine. Going into the back nine, Gailey sat at an even par. She went on to par the 10th hole before scoring back-to-back birdies on hole 11 and 12. Gailey continued to par holes until her birdie on hole 15. Parring the next two holes, she was left at hole 18. Nevada was tied with interstate rivals UNLV as Gailey walked up to hole 18. She scored another par and pushed the Wolfpack ahead of UNLV. Leah John, Nevada senior, finished in the Nevada lineup after carding a 221 5 above par. And Etcher Koth, Nevada senior, carded a 223 7 above par and parred all nine holes on the front nine. Gabby Cano, Nevada freshman, finished the tournament with a score of 224 8 over par with eight pars on the back nine. Kaylin Nocum, Nevada senior, rounded out the Wolfpack lineup. Nocum finished with a score of 228-12 over par, with 12 pars and one birdie over the full 18 holes. Nevada will now wait to see if they're selected to participate in the NCAA regionals. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush volunteer sports reporter Dominic Gutierrez. Moving on to arts and entertainment, the seats of the Joe Crowley Student Union quickly filled for Comedy Night, an event hosted by the Joe. The night started with a performance from UNR Improv. Club president Noah Ahmed took the stage to give audience a rundown of what improv is. According to Ahmed, improv is all about being able to take suggestions from your audience and come up with a skit on the spot. Quote, improv is something weird, Ahmed said, while coaxing the shy audience into participating. Once the audience was prepared, the other four members of the UNR Improv team stepped onto the stage for their first game of the night, called What? In this game, the audience gives a scene in relationship that the players have to make a skit out of. However, whenever the host Ahmed says What? The players have to take what they just said and make it the opposite. The scene and relationship were cousins from South Florida, despite the audience's cries for Alabama. Ahmed had to make the game relatively family-friendly. While being the shortest of the night, the game did give the audience a few good laughs. The next game of the night was Replay, a game where the audience would give a suggestion for a scene, then one minute later do that scene in a different genre. The scene given was a clown going to mime school. After a minute, the scene remained the same, but the genre switched to a murder mystery. Another minute passed, the scene was a nature documentary. In the final minute, players performed the scene as a musical. The final game of the night for UNR Improv would be Foursquare. In this game, the players were separated into four different scenes, and every time their position switched, so did the scene. The first scene was a meet-cute between a butcher and a customer. The next is meeting your girlfriend's husband, followed by a pumpkin and a fairy godmother. The final scene at the entrance of a K-pop concert. This game was the highlight of UNR Improv's performance. Each scene seemingly had more energy than the last. After the improv team's performance, the headliner of the night stepped to the stage. Fumi Abe, an Ohio native who moved to New York, then L.A., where he now lives and performs. Abe has never been to Reno, which he made clear in his opening lines. Quote, what's the vibe in your city? Are you guys horny? He opened with. A highlight of Abe's performance was by far his crowd work. He would interact with the audience after almost every joke, being able to roll another joke depending on the audience's reaction. His humor was very raunchy, with the first 15 to 20 minutes of his 45-minute set having something to do with sex. After those 20 minutes, however, Abe could tell his audience was getting tired of the innuendos and sex jokes, so he switched to his next theme of the night, joking to the audience about how old he was. 
Abe is 33 years old and would make it known for the rest of the night, mentioning it in almost every other joke. Despite his overused sticks, Abe was a crowd favorite of the night, with funny jokes, intriguing stories combined for a consistently laughing crowd. Next was the open mic session of the night, where students were able to come up and tell jokes that they have written. The first comedian to the stage was able to get a few chuckles of the audience, until he started doing accents. Shredding thin ice, this comedian said all the wrong things and definitely stereotyped multiple marginalized groups of people. The next two comedians were thankfully not as problematic as the first, but they were not necessarily funny either. The next comedian was another problematic one, opening his set pretending to be a blind man with a walking stick. An aura of awkwardness filled the room with his quiet voice, and he didn't really tell any jokes. Instead, he told weird anecdotes. The final comedian was more of a motivational speaker than a comedian. While being called beautiful and being told we are worth it definitely increased group morale, it wasn't really comedy. This story was written by me, Patrick McNabb, the Nevada Sagebrush Multimedia Editor. And that's going to bring this week's episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight to a close. Don't forget to follow the Nevada Sagebrush on Instagram and Twitter at Nevada Sagebrush, as well as following me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. The next episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight will be out next Friday, May 5th. This week's song of the week is... Prune You Talk Funny by Gus Dapperton. I've been your host, Patrick McNab. Thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.